0: Are
1: you ready? I'm ready. I'm so
0: ready. Welcome back to another episode of Besties, Besties in, in the, the break, break Room. I'm one of your hosts, Christian.
1: I'm your other host, Nick.
0: We have lots to talk about. We I, really it, do. We have a lot. So much has happened. So much has happened.
1: So I didn't know. I thought it was just like a Lana listening party, but they're going to play the record early. Yeah. That's so Cool.
0: When I texted you, did you just think it was like.
1: Yeah, I thought you. I was like, okay. I mean, we're gonna go listen to old Lana songs. Like, okay. Like, I was like, I know. I was like, I know y'all don't really get much, and well, <laughs> I was like,
0: <laughs> you were like, he's freaking out over crumbs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Switchy, Switchy's had this weekly. No, and he was like, <laughs> no, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get
1: there. So. <laughs> Girl, we'd have to be there at six a.m. girl, four. (laughs) We have to spend the night. Yeah. How was your week? My week was my week was okay. Like I had a good birthday, and like I did some like job searching, and like even though even if I don't get the job, I was like I met some people. So it's just like it felt good to like put myself out there. I mean, I was confident. Like honestly, like even though like those people that I met. Oh, by the way. I met with, like, some, like, Delta's hiring team because, like, I want to be a flight attendant. Um, It's probably just going to, like, have to wait maybe another year because I got to get my finger tattoos removed because, like, in uniform, like, you can... I can have my arm tattoos and, like, all my other tattoos because I can cover them. But, like, you can't... You can't wear, like, gloves or anything in uniform. So, yeah. like... And the amount of times I'm going to be washing my hands if I become a flight attendant, like, the makeup will not stay on my hands. But anyways, but I met some people at Delta and like, I wasn't like intimidated and they were super sweet and like, it just, it felt like I was just like, I was like, Oh, I don't, I, I mean, I guess it's too, too, because it's just like, I, I wasn't, it wasn't, like, actually an interview, but, like, still, like, the, since I went, like, the, I have a higher probability of being selected, like, to get an interview, and, like, I, I don't think I would really be, like, obviously, I would be a little bit nervous, because, like, I feel like any job interview is nervous, or nerve-wracking, but, like, I don't know, it just felt like the, the way that I taught, when I was talking to them, it just felt so natural, so, I don't know I was really I was really like proud of myself I was like that's the first time I've ever like been around people like that and that's like the most like like because I used to I remember when I first like started applying for jobs and I first started getting jobs and like I would meet people at like I'd meet the manager of a fast food of like a fast food and I'd be like nervous to speak to the manager because I was just like I just want the job like I'd be like super nervous but like I was around these people that like make over like six figures a year and i was just like it just felt like so much more natural i just i was just like you have to I, but i feel like you have to be confident though to be able to like get jobs like that so that's why i was like that so i was just like i gotta be a big boy
0: yeah well that's good i'm (laughs) glad you did have fun
1: yeah it was a lot of fun
0: that's really great
1: what about you how's your week
0: my week was pretty good pretty chill actually um Yeah, didn't really do much. Just kind of, we spent, I spent uh, your birthday with you,
1: which was so fun. That Um, was fun. I tried the mailroom for the first time in Clarksville. If you don't know, the mailroom is a restaurant
0: in um, Clarksville. It's really local. And um, it was great. It was really good. I've been there before. That was probably my fourth time going, I think.
1: It was good. Like, that bill, though, that was... Girl, that's why I don't be eating out like that. I know.
0: But <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's, it's your birthday. So I was like, well, yeah. I'm going to pay. Um, but yeah, I still had a lot of fun. I had a lot, a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> we are about to get into some spoilers for The Last of Us. Um, so go ahead and skip ahead. But if you haven't watched The Last of Us, it is an HBO Max show. You should watch it. It's so good. But the season finale happened. And I just want to talk about it because it was really great
1: it was really good i mean honestly okay so my honest thoughts on the last of us in the show um i really liked it from the get-go i mean there were a couple episodes so i feel like i was just like holy shit like the what's the word like uh the way everything i i, I don't know it's off on the tip of my tongue but i'm gonna just say it a different way the way everything played out like I was just like, they could have shortened this. Like certain things in the show, it was a little like, oh my gosh. It was like some, like there were like maybe one, no, there were like two episodes at least that were like, I was like, oh my gosh, like they were just dragging. And, but I understood like by the end of the episode, it was just setting up for next week. But I hate when shows do that. Like I hate when like one whole episode is just like, it just seems like something that's so boring. And like, obviously it's setting up the next, like the episode for next week and the episode next week is going to be amazing, but it's just like, uh, I just I really don't like that like y'all could have made that episode shorter you know yeah. what I mean
0: like you could have fit that into the next episode yes and, a part. and I think it still would have had the impact that you were going for but I will say
1: I do feel like the last of us it is another like one of those shows like a zombie show but it's based off a video game unlike the walking I think the walking dead's based off comics at least the first couple seasons are um but, like, I think that The Last of Us, like, the story and everything, the way everything goes down, I think it's so much more interesting than The Walking Dead is.
0: It is. Because in The Walking Dead, you're dealing with, I think it's, like, like 20 characters. Whereas in The Last of yeah. Us, you're dealing with, your main dealing with are two. Mainly
1: Ellie and Joel. Yeah.
0: And so, if like, when you caught The Last of Us, in the end... What Joel did did you think that that what what's your opinion on what Joel did was he right or wrong for what he did
1: I think he was wrong really I think he was wrong like I understand like they need to have another season and like I mean I think by the end of it by the end of the show I hope we're happy that Ellie got to live yeah but it's just, like, that's not what Ellie would have wanted. Like, he, he low he did it out of, like, selfishness. Yeah. Because, like, I think Ellie, like, at the end, she explains, like, everything. Like, all the people she'd lost and, like, how she had to watch her best friend, like, die. And she had to kill her best friend because she turned and she didn't. Yeah. And, like, every time she's around people, they just always die. And, like, I get that she knows that, like, obviously she won't ever have to see Joel die. Because, I mean, like, that man, that's that's a beast like yeah oh yeah um but she obviously has all this trauma and she doesn't she just doesn't want people to suffer anymore and i think if like her having to die was the only way that they could get a cure like i feel like she would have probably just accepted it
0: yeah i don't know i think i get why joel did what he did because he didn't want to lose another daughter And I'm like, whoa. Like, I don't know. I think it was crazy. First of all, when he was going through that hospital, though, clearing left and right. Yeah. That was a serve. I mean, I
1: get why he I understand, like, why he did it. Yeah. Because, like, he want he didn't feel like a purpose for living after his first daughter died. So, like, I feel like if Ellie had died, like, that would just be like that would just be like losing another daughter to him. Because, like, while they were traveling around the country, like, at first, like, he didn't want to get close to her. But, like. It was inevitable. Yeah. Like they just got close. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I was just like, I was really not shocked, but I was just like, whoa, like this is, this is real. Like, I don't know. Like I, I was really excited for it and I really liked it. Um, I
1: felt bad for Marlene because I actually do like Marlene.
0: Oh, I didn't. Fuck Marlene. I don't fuck with her. Why? Because like that's fake. she's just no like when I think her death served her purpose but I think like I don't know I just think it was really forced I guess her death not forced but just like I don't know I think when I don't like I think I don't think she had to die but I knew I know what was at stake like Joel and Ellie would have constantly been on the run from Marlene constantly
1: yeah but I feel like if if Ellie were confronted with Marlene and she found out like she had to die, I don't think like, I do think it was fucked up that they didn't like tell her this first. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand why obviously they wouldn't want her to tell her. Cause it's just like, damn, if she says no. Like,
0: what are you going to do? <laughs> like, yeah. Like she has to be alive for you to be able to take, um, like to take whatever, whatever that thing is. And to be able it's, to, it's called
1: a, the cordyceps Cordyceps
0: to take it from her brain yeah and they knew the second that they took it that she would die but my thing is my thing like i watched that and i was like i think what joe did like joel did like i understand why he did it but in my mind i'm like she can't be the only one who's immune do you know what I mean? yeah
1: i feel like maybe there's like uh there might be another like really rare case but like it would have to be like a certain situation like what happened with her mom like obviously we know how The whole thing with ellie happened it's because her mom was like literally giving birth to ellie like as like an infected person was like about to like infect her own mother so like that's why that happened but like that that's like i feel like that probably had doesn't like happen often if at all so
0: yeah but i feel like what would be interesting is if like this if there was like a group of people who were immune and they just like lived in like a community kind of like in a quiet place remember those people who like lived on that island yeah and they never they'd never seen those monsters or whatever so they were just like living in harmony like nothing happened yeah okay what if it's like that and like they find these immune people and they're like it's a whole group a whole community of immune people
1: that'd be cool
0: that would be cool i haven't watched the part two of the game You know they're coming out in part three.
1: I haven't either, but, uh, you know, I watched a video about it. The next season's not going to be exactly like The Last of Us 2. But a lot of people from the game, like, says that they like that, that they are going to change some things. Because a lot of, like, diehard fans of, like, the game and stuff have mixed feelings about The Last of Us 2.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially because, I mean... More spoilers, but I know when they're going to change 2, it, though, they change. We go from Joel and Ellie to one one person for a majority of the game. Like it's really like 20 minutes of yada yada. And then at the very end, it goes back. And then it's like this huge chunk of the game, like 90 percent of it. And then at the very end, you go back to Ellie.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, I think that's a major reason why they're like changing it
0: i say should though
1: i kind of like that though
0: i do too i mean i think it's like
1: and honestly the way the show the writers have changed uh like changed certain things about like the game like the first game versus this first season granted i don't think they're gonna change that they obviously didn't change as much as they're gonna change in the next season but like those especially that one episode with that gay couple that served Oh yeah, that ate down. That ate down. So it's one of the best episodes. That's probably like the second best that whole season. Yeah. Minus the season finale.
0: Yeah, it was great. I loved. Well, it. Well,
1: actually, I would rank that one third. This I think the second one was the one before that creepy guy, that mm. villain. I loved that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That, that he was, was a, really he cool. was a good villain when he sat there and said that. You know, our guy was killed by a guy and a little girl. I Gagged was, her. G- I was like, <laughs> Ooh. I was
1: gagged. Gagged her. He <laughs>
0: <laughs> got her together. <laughs> um, yeah, that was just great. I'm really excited for season two. I know it won't happen for a while, but. You know, people are saying- We'll we're probably
1: get it's... it in 2025.
0: You know, people are saying we're going to get season two of The Last of Us before Stranger Things. <laughs> before the final season of Stranger Things.
1: I read online that we're supposed to get Stranger Things either like in late 2023 or sometime into 2024. Probably 2024.
0: I think so. 2024. Yeah. Because they're filming it right now. Yeah. They've Ho- been spotted.
1: They'll probably release it like right- like probably, like, May or June-ish mm-hmm. or April. Like, they didn't season four come out around the time we went... Last year, we went to... uh No, it that was right before it came out. It did come out, like, two months later. I was, like, when we were in Atlanta to see Charlie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It came out a little bit after that.
1: Yeah, it did. It came out, like, two months after. I think the trailer had dropped, and that's why we were, like, ta- I think that's why we were talking about Stranger Things so much while we were there, and then we were, like, yeah. let's and that's why we visited the houses and stuff
0: that was so fun that was fun um speaking of other tv shows this is another thing that i wanted to talk about um did you know that uh the creators of south park and the creator of family guy i don't know who the creator of south park is i don't know their names but i know it's two friends yeah um, they're cool jeff and troy
1: yeah, I've I've heard about that too. Like when I was younger and I was like more so into like Family Guy and South Park. Like I knew that they had like the cra- the Craters had like a relationship in some sort of way because I'd heard that.
0: I was about to say that they have beef. Do they? Yeah, I heard a podcast where. Um, Seth MacFarlane it was like two years ago he went on the he went on the Howard Stern show and Howard Stern was like what is your relationship with you know the guys at South Park and Simpsons and like all these other more adult cartoon people and he said that he has met the South Park creators once and they didn't say anything to him in person but they have dogged him in interviews and they think that family guy is not funny because they use uh cut scenes like like cutaways and they say that that's not real comedy
1: Girl, please. Family Guy is
0: Family Guy is funny as shit. It
1: is, and there's some episodes of South Park where I'm like, "This is Rocky."
0: Yeah, some episodes like, like I have started my South Park journey, and as I watch it, sometimes like I have to take a break from the <coughs> like all the time. Like yeah, it just, it's like every single time. She's like whoa. It's and that's more so go- the that's
1: more so like the way earlier seasons though. It doesn't happen as much in like the newer seasons. Also. Yeah, because I don't know. I want season two. Have oh oh yeah so you're like on the way early seasons it south park changes a
0: lot
1: like probably by around like season five is when you'll start to see the change
0: yeah and i (laughs) and like i watch family guy and i'm like this is funny as shit i just watched one the other day that i was like i need to show nikki this episode like we were pissed honestly i don't
1: really like super old episodes of family guy either though I guess because comedy was different back then. I mean, I do think they're funnier than... I do. I would rather watch, like, early, early seasons of Family Guy than South Park. Yeah. But there's some... Mm, South Park definitely has got some gems, though. Like,
0: they do. And, like, that, that begs my question. They
1: get away with so much, though. What I wrote <laughs>
0: down is which one do you think is funnier, Family Guy or South Park?
1: I think Family Guy is more naturally funny than South Park. I think, like, South Park is, like... I mean, they're both very... They definitely like to like be very very like edgy i yeah. think south park pushes that envelope a little bit further sometimes though than family uh, Guy.
0: south park is allowed to get away with so much more than family guy is. yeah and like family guy still is like whoa like more raunchy but i think family guy is i think it's funnier and I think it's funnier because it's more like it's adults. First of all, second of all, like of course I'm still I'm on season two of South Park. Okay, calm down. I know everyone's gonna be like, I mean, How minus do you say that when you minus watched?
1: Stewie the baby,
0: yeah, and like in the early season of the Family Guy, Stewie is like annoying.
1: He is annoying like, in the early with the, season. A cute
0: Lewis and i'm just like i can't do that but yes. like season 3 of family guy <laughs> and season 4 those episodes they're uh, all gems they're so good i'm so
1: glad stewie developed as a character and he they stopped making him be like i want to kill Lois all the time yes. and he just became funny
0: Seth MacFarlane said himself he was like that got old really quickly and he was like how do i change it so he said he slowly had to change stewie over time i
1: know i love it though
0: i love it and i think and people who are like family guy died off it's not funny anymore Then why are these clips coming up on TikTok all the time? And I go to look it up and it's like the most latest season. And I'm like, yeah.
1: Family Guy definitely recently has been making a resurgence. But South Park as well, though, because I've been seeing a lot more South Park on my timeline recently, too. Oh,
0: yeah. I just think like this, like, I don't know. I'm just like, I just think Family Guy's funnier. And like, I haven't watched American Dad, but I will be very interested. I think it's going to be the same comedy, but
1: American Dad, I think, is better than Family Guy. Really? Yes.
0: I'm excited for that. I'm excited to start watching
1: it. I do. Well, honestly, it's hard for me to... Sometimes, like, I... Sometimes I switch between Family Guy and American Dad. I feel like there's seasons where American Dad is better than Family Guy, though.
0: Oh, yeah. I just think Family Guy, like...
1: Because Roger... I'm sorry, but Roger's the greatest, like, animated character Seth MacFarlane has ever came up with. (laughs) That freaking alien is so funny. (laughs) Like...
0: (laughs) all right Stan (laughs) like uh, that's hilarious
1: and the fact that he's like gay and a cross-dresser just makes it like it's so funny. it makes it even better it's so funny
0: I don't know I just think like people who say that like South Park and family guy and American dad like when they try to pin them I'm like first of all Seth MacFarlane is way more successful than the creators of South Park let's not even go there um second of all
1: have you ever watched a Cleveland show
0: no i haven't i thought about it though should i i've watched
1: it it's funny but it definitely isn't as funny as family guy or american dad okay but i definitely it does have it i do think it was i watched it when i was out i think i've seen all the seasons because there's only like four i think or five that's
0: kind of a lot of seasons
1: yeah i mean it was running for a couple years i just think like maybe he just didn't want to do that many shows anymore and cleveland show i think was like the least watched out of the three yeah and so he moved cleveland back to Kohog
0: i remember when he came back and they were like cleveland's back okay and th- the day he comes back they're sitting in the bar and it opens a scene and family and uh and peter goes cleveland's back he- okay so joe and then it just continues and like it's never mentioned again and it's just like okay <laughs> I'm like cool it's that's hilarious because
1: yeah. <laughs> he's making fun of his own show
0: and i love that i think in terms of like People who try to cancel, like, you can't cancel Family Guy in South Park.
1: <laughs> there's a, the characters, and my problem with the Cleveland show, they, like, the Cleveland show de- definitely did have its moments where it was funny, but, like, they had this character, which I think was supposed to be, like, Cleveland's Joe, like, that he lived in, I forget what city he li- he moved like, what it was called again, but um, there's, like, a bear character that plays, like, the cop or something, and, like, it's just not as funny, like... I don't know, like, the characters that were that were on the Cleveland show just aren't as funny as the characters that are on American Dad and Family Guy.
0: I've seen clips of, like, um, like little bits and pieces of the Cleveland show, but I really do want to watch it. Because I think I've, yeah. heard it's, I've heard it's good. Yeah,
1: you would still like it, I think. Like, it's not a bad show.
0: So now we're going to tiptoe into music. So if you're like, I don't really want to hear them talk about music. Um... Click, Click off. off. Um, so one thing I'm saying, one thing is Millie Martinez is coming with an album <laughs> called Portals. <laughs> no, I'm just getting no shade. So one thing that I wanna say um is I I posted a tweet about this the other day and it kind of got a it kind of got likes and people were like agreeing with me um lately what i so basically Melly martinez is coming out with her third studio album called portals and if you don't know it's like this sort of like alien sort of like aesthetic and she's been releasing snippets and at first i was like it's not like snooze not listening to that but i heard a snippet and i was like okay this is actually a good song like i like this so then she released the single for it the debut single it was very mid So I posted on Twitter, I said, this album so far to me is mid, like all the snippets are mid, the single is mid, I will be giving it a chance because I will. I said, I'm not i'm just not having high expectations like i wanted melanie to gag me make me want to be a fan again and she hasn't since cry baby i'm trying i'm not trying to be a hater or harp on her but k-12 was not giving what i was supposed to maybe if she releases albums quicker but to me she hasn't shown artistic growth i'd be expecting to hear this kind of music in 2018 i don't know i'm just disappointed i used to stand her down bad i had the doll the dollhouse ep vinyl she was played so much throughout my freshman year of high school and yet when k through 12 came out i was so let down i remember thinking this music seems so immature like and some of those uh, lyrics are so cringe to me not jumping on a hate train and i think melanie is super talented i just don't know what's not clicking for me not even about the aesthetics or anything just the music never aged well for me it's all made for its time i don't know i also just think concept albums never stand the test of time they always are done and just plain unlistenable unless you went to nostalgia from when it was released and i think
1: well pause for a second Go ahead. is that how you're gonna feel about midnights in a couple of years
0: that's not a concept album
1: yeah it is she said it was a concept album well
0: maybe she'll break that curse for me
1: I feel like Midnight's has amazing pop songs. So. It does. I think you'll still listen to it in a couple of yeah. years. I think so. But I, anyways, I've never been a Melanie girl. So like, honestly, I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Okay. So uh, this is kind of cool because I get to explain it to you. So she came out the gate swinging. So she was so Melanie Martinez was a contestant on the voice. Okay, can
1: I tell you what I know about her? Okay, go ahead. I do know that she was a contestant on the voice and Christina Aguilar. I guess videos, girl does take me out. Yes. And she did not like Christina and Christina oh, She's not even looking at me. And Christina um, <laughs> Christina didn't like her either. Um <laughs> And I know about her her first album, that Dollhouse one, or what's it called? It's called Cry Baby. Cry Baby. Her debut studio album. Yeah. yeah, I've heard about that one because I remember when it came out, it was like so big on Tumblr. And everyone was talking about it. And all the like girls who wanted to be different listened to that album. Okay. So That's all you know? Yeah, that's all I know about her
0: okay so when she came out with crybaby she said it's a concept album and it was widely received pretty well a lot of people really liked it and it was i think it was it was really really different especially because i mean considering 2015 there was a lot of killer albums being released yeah and like 2015 was a good year for music and i think talking it's specifically in the art in like the alternative world i mean we got Halsey debuted with her album melanie Martinez, Badlands, Joy yeah. Savant. Like okay, everybody yeah, everybody was coming. Lana released Honeymoon that year. Like everybody was coming out the gate. True. And I think, I you know, and I remember listening to that album and thinking this is so different, and it was so cool. And back then, she would say like I will constantly be developing the crybaby world," and I was like, okay. So she made Crybaby as a character, and she made her debut album as a concept album, and it was just about her her life within this uh, house that she lived in. Do you still
1: like the album today? We'll get there.
0: Okay. So I think so. I was like, okay, cool. Her second album. So she released Crybaby in 2015.
1: Do you like Badlands? Isn't Badlands a concept we'll album? We'll get
0: there. So. She released, um, so she released Crybaby in 2015. She didn't release her, her next studio album until 2019.
1: Melly Martinez. Yes. Did you listen to it? I did. Was I was, good?
0: I watched the, it, it premiered on YouTube, the movie, cause it's a whole movie and it's called K through 12 and it's about the school that Crybaby goes to. Oh. And I remember watching it and really loving those songs. And I listened to that album for about three months. And then I never touched it again, and now she's coming out with her third album, and I was expecting something crazy when she dropped the um, so it's called Portals, and it sort of got this like alien aesthetic. Um, but the second she dropped it, everyone was like, "Why'd you steal from Bjork?" Because she just because Bjork had just released Fosora, which is that like crazy fungal like it's a lot of like fungus and like really weird like cool campy art and bjork just did that on her last album that was released like a couple months ago oh and yeah yeah she did so people automatically were like girl you're stealing from bjork she never said anything about it and then i keep hearing the snippets and i heard the snippets and i was like i like one of these the songs i was like this is good like this is different but then the debut single came out and i was like this is so mid. I was like I would have loved this in 2018 and I think that just kind of comes to my like realization of like I don't think how concept albums are they are great for the time and they are great if you want to come back and listen to those albums but they don't stand the test so of you
1: don't think dollhouse or badlands are good
0: when I listen to cry baby and I go back and listen to those albums I'm like <laughs> you know what I mean I know what you mean when I go back when I go back and listen to those albums I don't think this I love this song because it helped me get through something or I love this song before because it like whatever I just listen to it and I'm like I think about me being 15 listening to these songs when I listen to Badlands by Halsey there are some really good songs that do stand the test of time but overall as an album I'm like it doesn't really do anything for me Blue Neighborhood by Troye Sivan it's so 2015 and it's just like uh this is not like uh it's just it's like not.
1: You don't ever want to go back and listen to those songs. So sometimes I do
0: like sometimes I do. But even when I do, I'm just listening to it to be like, oh, but I'm not going back to Millie Martinez's first album of being like, let's listen to Cry Baby, the song or training wheels or "Playdate." Those are real titles, by the way, pacify her.
1: Well, uh, is it like completely false? Because I know Taylor, she said Midnight's is a concept album, but she also wrote about like real life experiences on it. So
0: to me, from what I've seen about what a concept album means is it, it creates a character. That's oh. what I've always felt. So Badlands is a concept album in the sense that it it was about Halsey's mental health. And it was about, so the Badlands is her mind. And that's a concept. And then cry baby is a character. That's a concept. Troy Sivan's blue neighborhood is a fake neighborhood. in his in his mind about the people that he's seen in his life. And it's called blue neighborhood about them living in one neighborhood.
1: Well, she said it was a concept album. Cause it's ba- this, all, all the I remember she said, other the songs are based off of like, or, or almost all about different like times of her life.
0: And I think that is. That's, know, that's like, a little different though I than what theirs are. Different. Like, maybe she doesn't understand. But, like, I, to me, a concept album, like, is something that is different and can't be and, like, creates a character. Like, Pink Floyd's The Wall, that's a concept album.
1: Don't you love that album?
0: I love that album. I don't know. And, like, maybe I'm just thinking about, like...
1: Maybe you're just misogynistic. No, I think... And homophobic.
0: Okay. Anyways. I think what I'm just thinking about is for the time, like... Concept albums are not good. Like I don't know, they're just like not. Like I just—they're—they're they're they're so not giving. For the time.
1: They're not giving in twenty twenty three.
0: They're not because that and for ha- her to create another one. Oh my God, Melanie, give it up. Because
1: that last Halsey album,
0: we liked it for about a week. See, that's a concept album. Her second album is a concept album and that's hopeless not kingdom but i just think like i don't know like like i said like that halsey album and like i like halsey and i'm glad that she likes to create concept albums but i don't think they stand the test of time i don't and like i don't know that's just sort of like not my beef with concept albums but like specifically just and martinez i think that's what i'm just kind of getting at is like why are we still doing this you know like why can't you just write about your own life in a different and like a uh, autobiographical way like right why does it always have to be a character i don't know
1: it definitely does feel played out like i feel like if one of our like say if lana or like taylor were to make a concept album i feel like they would do one album and be done with it
0: yeah one and be like cool yeah and like i guess in a way like you can categorize lana's first four albums as concept albums just from the way that she's i guess hyperbolized her like a more hyperbolized self but i don't think but to me a concept album is let me create a character or a fake place something that's fake that you've created yourself and then you're writing about that fake thing or fake place hmm Hmm. Question for the culture, <laughs> um, but and then I was thinking about this the other day. What albums do you think will be wielded as some of the best albums of all time? Like I remember growing up and my mom.
1: Like in um, recent years,
0: for uh, yeah, probably since we were born. Like I'm thinking about when I when I would talk to my mom and I'd be like, "Oh my god! Like, what are some of the like the best albums of all time?" She would obviously tell me this Alba album, this Pink Floyd album. Oh, this Prince album. Oh, you got to get this Madonna album. Like things where it's like, no, like these are some of the best albums created ever. Like wielded as like a, like Fleetwood Mac rumors. Okay. You
1: know? Well, I'm obviously going to start with Taylor and then I'm going to go down the line. With, okay. Because like, yeah, obviously, like you can't be as big of a star with as Taylor without having some of the most iconic <laughs> albums that- like oh, ever. Yes. I
0: think I already know one for Taylor. Fearless.
1: Red. 1989. Yeah. Folklore.
0: Oh, folklore for sure.
1: Like those are her staple albums. Fear- and then
0: when our kids try to get into her and I'm going to be like, okay, so everyone loves these, but let me show you ones that's going to break your heart and I yeah. get them evermore.
1: Yeah. Her, her staple albums though, which I feel like are make like Taylor Taylor and like why people know her is because of fearless uh red 1989 and folklore yeah um and then like other artists i would say like the pink print is definitely like the best female rap project i feel like it's the most iconic one
0: it's definitely gonna it's the that's definitely that's the rap bible for female rap oh yeah
1: self-titled by beyonce oh yeah that was a huge moment i mean that like that that drop like that surprise drop like it literally like it's the reason why every artist drops on a Friday now cuz yeah. it used to be a Monday yeah. cuz if Beyonce had dropped Self-Titled on a Monday like a normal release she probably would have sold a million co- over a million copies of that album because she uh she she like uh I think she crashed iTunes like when she dropped that album and it only had like 3 days of tracking cuz it was dropped on a Friday and it sold like over like six hundred thousand copies in its first three days, which is really, really crazy. I definitely <laughs> think I look back on that and that like just the impact I feel like that album had like and how everyone was talking about it back then. I feel like literally like everyone was talking about beyonce back yeah. then, yeah. so like I definitely do think that is gonna be like one of the one of the most iconic albums like of our time. I definitely think Bangers was another huge moment from that year too. Teenage Dream.
0: Oh, teenager! I think mm -hmm. for male rap, I think "To Pimp a Butterfly."
1: Yeah, I think uh, the Carter Three from Lil Wayne is super iconic too. Honestly, what's Kendrick's first album called again? I'm not a don't attack me. I'm not a huge like Kendrick. (laughs) The one with the minivan on it.
0: That's not his first album, but that's Good Kid, M.A.D. City.
1: That one's really iconic too. That's that's like that's hailed as one of the. I know that's hailed as one of the best rap albums of all time. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just like I'm trying not to be like biased either, because like I'm just like there's other albums that I'm like these are some of my favorite albums, but like uh, like when I feel like they have to be a special level of like iconic yeah. to be like yeah. considered like one of the most well known. Al- born to die.
0: I think born to die and NFR are gonna be her most iconic. Yeah,
1: one. yeah. Out
0: of like like when uh, like when people. In- I
1: mean, even ultraviolence too, though
0: oh yeah like i think when people i mean maybe even honeymoon i know you don't like it but in terms of like staples like
1: yeah but i feel like out of lana albums like you it'd know probably be
0: born to die ultra and nfr yeah because those changed the game like especially born to die changed the game
1: pure heroine and melodrama by lord her first oh, two yeah. albums yeah <laughs> girl that's oh, yeah. crazy like for her first two albums to be that good i mean solar power is still good but like obviously i feel like people were just let down because it wasn't yeah. as good as her first two but yeah. like yeah especially melodrama though like even more so i feel like even though like pure heroin might have been like bigger with the gp like i think in the end like with tiktok and like music that's gonna like live on longer i think melodrama's taking the cake with Ooh, yeah. that um Do you have any albums you can think of mm. from recent? Well, Anti by Rihanna as well.
0: Oh yeah. I you're going to kill me, but Born This Way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on.
1: That I mean, that was when Gaga was like peak Gaga, like <laughs> when her car- when she saw a career.
0: And I think the fame as well.
1: Yeah, that's like that's when her she was at the peak of her career. So
0: I think so as well. I mean, you just gotta like. I mean, come on, these albums are like like oh very my God. iconic,
1: especially to our childhood. Or "Good Girl Gone Bad" by Rihanna. I feel like that because like that was like that was like Rihanna's like breakthrough true and it had multiple hits off of it like I feel like people like I mean as an album like obviously I don't think people will go back to it as like a whole but like the singles that are on it like Rihanna like the reason why Rihanna is like still is like one of the top stream female artists even though she hasn't released music in so many years is because like her singles are like that iconic like she just had like her even her old shit like still has replay value
0: oh yeah absolutely i think one that's gonna be sli- slept on by gp but those who know you know i'd say crash
1: how do i play a cricket noise <laughs> <laughs> iconic albums of all time yeah christian <laughs> you're lying
0: I mean, i'm just kidding um honestly that like
1: was well- no shade to charlie we love charlie like we love her yeah. How I'm Feeling Now is one of the best pop albums of all time, but like we're being serious. Like people daughter. Maybe over time. Maybe over time.
0: You know what's crazy though?
1: Cuz I'm not talking about like greatest albums ever. I'm just talking, you know, we're talking about like who, what albums do you think a lot of people look back on when they tell their kids about what they used to listen to back in the day?
0: Yeah. But I feel like Preacher's Daughter or maybe even like Charlie will have sort of like a Kate Bush moment.
1: Yeah, but I feel like Ethel Kane has so much potential like to to blow up that like she she could blow up now rather than in 30 years. That's
0: true. I think she could. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know what is so contradictory of me? Preacher's Daughter is a concept album. (laughs)
1: Is it? But isn't it based off of like real life experiences? It is about
0: it's, about, it's based off her, all of her experiences, but it is a character in a fake world. Um, okay, so maybe concept albums aren't that bad. <laughs> maybe they're just horrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you do them right.
0: Okay, maybe I'm just shooting shit out my ass. Sorry, guys. But like
1: you know, like Ethel kane and Taylor Swift, like their artistry. Let's be real. Oh, like that l- far that exceeds those other girls. No, far shame. exceeds <laughs> Melanie.
0: Um. Also, did you see? You know that new movie that Billy Eilish is in?
1: Isn't it? A, I thought it was a TV show. Swarm. Maybe it is a TV show. Yeah. Swarm. Yeah. They in it. Do they really? Yeah. Why? What are they so saying? They're sitting at
0: this diner.
1: You know Chloe Bailey's getting her at Cheeks Clapped in the first episode and she dies. That's <laughs> what I heard. Yeah. Girl, they did her dirty as fuck. Yeah. Why is she in her Cheeks Clapped in the first vi-
0: episode and she they kill her off? So basically, so they just hauls me because they're sitting at this, uh, this diner and it's this girl who is white passing and she's eating food and she's like, it's like so annoying and like people don't know, like I'm black. And this black girl who's like dark skinned looked at her and goes, you're black? And she goes, yeah. And it's so annoying when people can't even tell. Yeah. <laughs> Someone posted on uh, TikTok, they were like, they did not have to
1: do her like that. (laughs) That was like... Is that how they did Did they say it was Halsey?
0: No, but it's... They definitely typecasted her. Because that girl looks like Halsey, has the exact same skin tone, and that actress, her uh, dad is black and her mom is white.
1: Oh. Well, maybe they weren't dissing Halsey, though. They're just dissing mixed girls,
0: right? Like Lotto. No, <laughs> I was about to say I was like Lotto's way darker than Halsey.
1: She is way darker than Halsey, but she is mixed. Um, that's why Nicky be calling her Karen.
0: <laughs> I hate you so much. Okay. Um. What else? What else? What else? Oh, girl. So Molly Cyrus's album came out oh I yeah really
1: forgot to talk about that. i have it up there favorite songs from it jaded and violet chemistry are my top two
0: my top two are probably river and flowers i'm just kidding now probably probably river and rose colored lenses
1: rose colored lenses is my was my third favorite
0: and that song is amazing
1: I like that one a lot. Um, Jaded's getting more attention than River is now, though. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, as it should. Sorry. I'm
0: sorry that you're Jaded.
1: No, because I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is a good song. Like, this is like Angels Like You, but like continued.
0: Yeah. I love Rivers, though.
1: I like that song. It's all right. Violet Chemistry is better, though.
0: Yeah. I just like a good pop song. You know me. Yeah. You know me. I
1: you know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I like a good sad ballad, though. Oh, yeah. Especially from Miley.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Especially because, I mean, this album was really anticipated, and I mean, it's... A lot of people like it.
1: It is a good album.
0: Um, okay. Oh, last thing before we get into Lana. Um, so... Um, Kim Petrus and Nicki Minaj Cloud may be coming soon oh yeah that's really exciting
1: I know well it's kind of like low key confirmed that it's coming because Kim is like kind of confirmed it and so is Nicki and it just makes sense too because I mean like their label definitely wants them to do it because if y'all don't know Nicki and Kim are both on Republic Records yep so the chances of them doing a collab like now that they've like followed each other and like they've interacted and like they've been dropping hints that they have a collab together like I mean I'm I'm like 90% sure that the collab is real.
0: I I am too, especially because someone. So, uh, Kim's new song is called "Better Off Alone," and someone said, "Are you really better off alone?" No, nope, but it's just called "Alone." And someone but commented and said, "Uh, are you really better off alone?" And she goes and she replied and she said, "No, I need Barbie by my side and put the unicorn emoji." And everyone
1: knows that girl. That's girl, Nikki. That's Nikki. That's, that's Nikki. Anika down. Tanya
0: Mirage.
1: I wonder if that because Kim Petras is supposed to be on the Barbie soundtrack. What if that's gonna be her song on the Barbie soundtrack? And uh,
0: this is this is her. Uh, it's gonna be off her new album. Uh, yeah, it's coming off
1: her new album. Oh, then I'll have to. If it, Nikki's on it, I'm getting it on vinyl.
0: Oh yeah, and Kim will have vinyls first week, unlike Onika.
1: Um, yeah, we'll get Onika six honestly months though, after. You know why I think they're
0: doing this It's because Unholy was such a hit.
1: Yeah, I mean she. You gotta you got to ride that wave while people are still paying attention. Like you got to put out music while people are still paying yeah, attention.
0: Yeah. And Kim has released two singles from her album, but I don't think it's going to go on the album. Um, if Jesus was a rock star, no noise. Love you, Kim. Uh, That's do you? I don't even think. And you
1: know, they it. Republic's like, you need to get Nikki on it. Cause like the barbs will like literally put anything that Nikki puts out they'll it'll go number one on iTunes. Yep. So
0: Yep. And especially with like Kim Kim fans and then with Nikki on it, people are gonna talk about it, people are gonna go listen. Yeah. Whatever. I'm really excited. And if they
1: do it. a music video too.
0: Them sitting in chairs. So I'm really excited for it. You know they
1: won't sit in chairs.
0: Well you know what else is a lot of people point out as well is um in the she's in a gym locker room in it. And someone, a bar was like, "Nikki loves a gym locker room. This is confirmed."
1: <laughs> oh yeah, she does. Like, like, okay, <laughs> for a video, yeah,
0: yeah. So I was like, "Okay, cool." So it is. So I'm excited for that. I think it's fun. I think it's coming, and I think um, I'm excited. I'm really excited.
1: I hope Nikki's looks eat down in it.
0: I do too, and I hope her verse is like killer. I hope it is Have too. Have you heard the snippet?
1: Yeah, I've have heard the Kim Petra snippet. Okay. A lot of the barbs too are saying like they're like a lot of the barbs uh, on Twitter that I've seen have been saying like they're like they're like I really hope Nikki's on a song because it sounds fire.
0: Yeah, and she samples what's that song? It's like a song from like the two thousands, like some EDM song. Yeah, but yeah
1: nikki eats down an edm track she's gonna slide
0: girl yes <laughs> i hope what kim loves to do is to change if she has a feature she changes their uh their section she changes like the way like the production of it so i hope when nikki comes in it's just the killer beat like oh with that, you know that it EDM is. backing and then nikki just dissing lotto on it oh yeah <laughs> yeah
1: <sighs> she should dislado on it.
0: What did Nikki say about Kim for the song, or did she like a tweet or like what's going on? How did Nikki confirm it?
1: She just like followed Kim out of the blue. Well, because while well, Kim in her Billboard speech, she said something about Nikki. She did, and I think Nikki definitely saw that. Yeah, and she was probably like, I fuck the Nicki Yeah. Did Nikki manage? Um, I think I definitely think uh Nikki really likes Kim because Kim has always like I mean and I'm sure Barb's like because she follows a bunch of Barb's I'm sure they post like old they posted old Kim videos be like Kim is always showing Nikki genuine love they always yeah. post some people that show Nikki genuine love uh, and so Kim
0: always has Kim loves Nikki
1: so like I feel like she genuinely does like Kim and that's why she, she's do, gonna do the collab with her too
0: yeah I'm excited. I'm excited to see what it sounds like.
1: Me too, because, like, Nikki, I haven't heard, we haven't heard Nikki on, like, a, well, that's a lie. She's done a couple, like, pop features in the last couple years, but it's still been a minute low-key. Like, since that Jesse Nelson song. I mean, her verse 8, but that song's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 2020, I think she dropped Made You Look, or no, Made You Look was 2019, and then 2020, she dropped the Say So remix with Doja. I know you didn't like that song. When it, I think it's fire. I think you need to listen to that song again.
0: Maybe. Recently, I've been in my Barb era. I've been following Barb's, and I found Alana Barb hybrid. And every single day, they they in the morning, they go, good morning. Guess who flopped again? And it's just a bad photo of Cardi every day. <laughs> and then they're like, stream, did you know there's a tunnel on Ocean Boulevard? And it's Nikki in that car during the Be Me Up Scotty era. I'm like, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Speaking of Lana,
1: she's got a new album. Have,
0: so, since we last talked, guys, Lana released her third and final single for the album. It's called The Grants. And that song has really grown on me. I really do like it. Do you? I do. Um because it's really different and I think it's a really good album opener because she's talking about her family and she talks about her grandma. She talks about like life and like where I think it would have been a really good closer, but I'm excited to hear what the closer is. Um, She just talks about, like, what she's going to bring into her life post, like, fame and things like that, like, and, like, after, like, her death and stuff and, like, what memories she's going to take on, like, past the grave and things like that. I think that's really interesting. It's just really good. And also the background singers eat down on it. They're so good.
1: Are they the same ones on Thunder?
0: I don't think so. But maybe. They kind of sound the same. They do. So that's why I'm like, maybe. But I haven't looked. Um, yeah, I haven't looked. But yeah, so that happened. I really like it. It's really good. I You've listened to it once, right? Yeah, like half of it. Yeah, well, you'll hear it again. Because so... I was at work and I get this notification. I follow Lana boards on Twitter and basically Lana boards post everything, everything. They have an official website, like everything, everything from, uh, Lana has a new song coming out too. Oh, look at the font that just became available for the born to die album cover. That you can now publicly use. For your own editing skills. They post everything. Every sighting. Everything they post it. They're on top of it. Everything's Lana all day every day. And it's like. it's. I think it's like run by 10 people. Like 10 Lana stands. So I was at work. And I just get this notification. That's like global listening party. And I was like girl. Okay whatever. I thought it was like let's stream the grants yada yada and i was like well okay whatever um (laughs) but then i clicked it and it was like this map and i was like oh it's just like where people are listening and i was like well i want to see i literally clicked i was like i want to see if someone's been listening in nashville and i saw this flag and it was right there in nashville and i was like okay you know weird um but then i looked at it again and it was hosting and i was like oh and then i thought oh it's one of those club things that these clubs have been doing recently where it's like taylor swift night they're doing lana night and there is a couple clubs around the u.s that are doing lana night and i was like oh it's just like one of those clubs and i was like let me see the info no it's fully a listening party for the new album two days early
1: at different local record stores across the country country what's the closest closest one what's the closest one that's not in Nashville?
0: Okay, so there's a ton in Europe, and then there's one in South America, one in Alaska, and then the closest one to us that's not in Tennessee is in Georgia. Yeah, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, okay. Um, it's called Criminal Records. Wasn't that that record store that we? Yes,
1: it to? was. It was
0: There's two in Michigan, one in Ohio, one in Indiana, one in th- what are the in ones Florida. in Michigan? Uh,
1: probably in Lansing and Detroit. Or Grand Rapids in Detroit,
0: Dearborn.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's basically like that's Detroit area. Okay, because I think that's where University of Michigan is.
0: But yeah, they these are like handpicked, and I thought there was a lot, but there's actually not. So that makes me even more excited. Holy shit, there's a ton in the UK.
1: She does have a lot of fans there, though.
0: Um but yeah and so i like basically i looked and then i called the record store that they're hosting it at and we just get to go show up they're doing raffles they're doing prizes they're giving away stuff and i am elated so i'm really really excited i texted nikki and i was like we have to go March 22nd and he thought what you thought tell him
1: i thought we were just gonna be listening to like old lana songs i was like okay <laughs> Cause i
0: was like, so excited i was freaking out
1: yeah you were and at first i was just like okay like chill out no i'm kidding but i was like yeah let's go yeah but i mean i, I it'll be cool to hear the album a little early yeah, and, and on I, vinyl
0: and i'm like i'm really excited too because but yeah i'm really really excited for that and um we're gonna go and yeah that's... I'm just... Uh, I just can't wait. So Especially because, like, I've never been to this. She did one for NFR and... Really? Yeah. But it was in, like... It was, like, California, New York. Oh. And then she did one for Honeymoon. um, And I was like...
1: Mm, I'm that, glad Grimy's is iconic in Nashville. So, like, they get everything. Same.
0: I'm glad, too, because... Um, and then I was like, cool. um, You know, and she did it for Born to Die. And she did it for honeymoon um she did it for born to die paradise honeymoon and nfr so she's done it before and so this is really cool and this i mean this just really proves that like the label's backing this so yeah she's like this this means like this is like i think this is going to be a very commercially successful album do you think she's gonna
1: put a music video out
0: she better (laughs) she better
1: hopefully or was the grants the surprise they were talking about I think the surprise will probably be a music video.
0: A lot of people think that she's doing a short film for it.
1: That'd be cool.
0: Yeah. Like, and just kind of having, like, three music videos in one.
1: I know. That'd be so cool. Like,
0: well, a lot of people think as well that it's a short film as in, like, because the last short film she did was Tropico, and there was a bunch of acting in it, and it was, like, really I mean, I hope she does. Have you ever seen Tropico?
1: Uh, yeah yeah I think you showed it to me before right
0: no I showed you the trailer oh yeah and then okay. I was like, we should watch this and you were like not tonight <laughs> how long is it ah uh, it's 30 minutes okay yeah it's three songs from paradise okay and you've never listened to paradise so I feel like it'd be a good like introduction yeah just to kind of get the vibe of the album wait that's a concept album <laughs> anyways um but yeah so then i was like okay cool and uh yeah i'm really excited another kind of exciting thing that we think is happening we think this is going to be for a movie soundtrack but it is getting released um so lana has a song called yes to heaven and this has been like an iconic song it was from the ultraviolence era that she was gonna kind of take um it was it was a direction that she was thinking of taking ultraviolence in but she ended up not taking it in that direction so it was just sort of like the song and then her email got hacked and it leaked whatever. Uh, but it's a really good song and the HQ version randomly came out like a couple months ago and we were like, okay, slay.
1: So she's putting it out now.
0: But all of the links online, all the YouTube video, all of it has been taken, taken, taken down by UMG. Oh. So we're all like, yes to heaven is coming. So a lot of people just keep saying like, it's coming. We don't know when, but we think it's for a movie soundtrack we just don't know which one, and like everything, so that's pretty exciting. That is
1: exciting, especially since it's from ultra violence
0: Especially, and I think you'll really like you'll like that song. You, you think so? Like that song? Okay. Especially because she kind of ha- the way she sings it, she has this sort of like you know when you can hear the despair in someone's voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what mm. it sounds like, and it's it's a big production track.
1: Okay. Like, yeah, I'll it's like it. Not
0: strings. No, it's just like. It's it's really good. But. Oh, no.
1: You know I like when I can hear some, you know, n- when they're just over it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just like. Phew. Yeah. Yeah. And the chorus is say yes to heaven. Say yes to me. <sighs> <laughs> what is your song of the week? Um, My song of the week is.
1: Uh, probably all of the girls I loved before, especially because it got an official release, and I really liked it. Speak
0: about Aeros Tour whatsoever?
1: Oh, okay. We'll talk about that later. Okay, yeah, because we're going. But I really liked all of the girls, which is it's a song that leaked from Lover a couple weeks ago on TikTok, and it kind of blew up, and Taylor to celebrate. Uh, eras tour starting she released this song and also like some re-recorded songs eyes open safe and sound and if this was a movie and she released it with all of the girls which was the lover reject that got leaked and i really like it i'm really glad i liked the leak and i'm glad that i have it in 4k now
0: work as you should what about you um I, mine's probably the grants just because it's so good and i really like it yeah and um it's just been very it's been on repeat for me especially just because like her talking about her family and like her sister's firstborn child like and just kind of talking about like i don't know death and reincarnation i guess despair despair (laughs) it's been great but yeah
1: we will see y'all next week we'll see y'all next week bye